Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. Hey friends, welcome back to the Healthy Balance Mama podcast. I'm really excited about this topic I want to share with you today because one of the biggest shifts you'll ever make regarding food freedom and respecting your body is shifting from a mindset of self-control to one of self-care. Living a healthy, balanced life as a mom can sometimes feel impossible. With tiny mouths to feed, butts to wipe, and so many things vying for our attention, it can be easy to feel like we're in an on-again, off-again relationship with healthy living. But it doesn't have to feel this way. I believe every mom is a super mom, and you deserve to feel like one too, and you don't have to go on another diet to do it. Join me, Kristen Dovniak, holistic nutritionist and certified intuitive eating counselor for conversations on what it means to live a healthy, balanced life. I want to help you uncomplicate eating, improve your relationship with food, and live like the supermama I know you are. We talk a lot about the detriments of controlling your food and obsessing over controlling your body size, and this is an important step to food and body freedom. But in order to begin to truly love our bodies, we need to care for our bodies. And first, we need to decide that she's worth being cared for. Many of us get stuck in the mindset of, I'll care for my body when... I'll care for my body when I lose the weight. I'll care for my body when she's a different size. I care for, I'll care for my body when I feel a certain way. If you haven't listened to episode 77 on body respect, that's a really good one to come back to. The things that you love about yourself that have nothing to do with your body, these are the things that are important. Your body is not the enemy. Every day that your body shows up for you is a gift. And now, right now, is your opportunity to show up for her. In that episode, we talked about the friend, the person in your life that you respect. It doesn't need to be someone that you love, but someone that you deeply respect. It's really hard to remain in a friendship with a friend who never shows up for you, who's constantly putting you down or making you feel bad. Your body shows up for you, even when you put her down, starve her of food, starve her of love, starve her of attention. But if you want her to show up for you well, you need to meet her in the middle and actually treat her well. 
So let me ask you, what does your body need right in this moment? Maybe it's a snack. Maybe it's a warm drink. Maybe it's a minute to breathe in the midst of a busy day. Maybe it's a cozy sweater, a call with a friend, or a walk in the crisp air. How often are you checking in with your body and asking her what she needs? We often go through life with the idea that we know what our bodies need, or we rely on an expert to tell us. But our body knows. We just need to listen and discover what feels good. We can't control our bodies into feeling good. We can lean in to what our bodies are saying and identify her needs, and then respond. Each one of us has different needs for self-care when it comes to refreshing our bodies and our brains after a busy week, a stressful season. But self-care, like we've talked about before, is truly a daily practice, and it comes in many forms. Food is a really important form of self-care, and self-care is a really essential part of respecting our bodies. If we're not caring for our bodies well, Our bodies won't show up for us well, at least not for long. And this can lead us to the feeling that we need to control our bodies more, to force them to do what we want to do, to lose weight, have more energy, wake up earlier when we're not going to bed any earlier. But when we force our bodies into a state that's unnatural and potentially even detrimental through things like food restriction, excessive caffeine to push us through the day, our bodies start to retaliate. Think of it like a rubber band. The further you pull it back with force, the harder it's going to snap back the other way, or maybe even snap entirely. But when we gently correct, when we've gotten off track with doing the things our body needs to be cared for, we can care ourselves into a healthier, happier state instead of controlling. But we need to identify what it means to care for our bodies well first. So here's what I encourage you to ask. What does daily self-care look like for me? These are the things, the basic things that your body needs on a daily basis to be well. These are things like adequate sleep, adequate food, movement, breaks throughout the day, connection time with family and friends and your kids, alone time, a shower, The list goes on. This is not about mani-pedis, bubble baths, and massages. Those are all great things, but I'm talking about the daily things you need to do to care for your body. The second thing I want you to ask is, am I doing the things on a regular basis my body needs to be cared for? You've made that list. What does it look like for you? Are you actually doing these things? Then I want you to ask, are there areas I'm trying to control myself into being, looking, or living how I want to, rather than leaning in to what our body is saying and caring for our body? So then ask, how can I show myself compassion through this in the areas that might not be working? The key here is to come at changes from a place of care over despair. It can be really easy at this point when you're going through these questions in a journal or in your head going, oh my gosh, I've been doing it all wrong. (laughs) But this isn't an emergency. You have your whole life to care for yourself well. If you're feeling desperate and creating change, start to take a deep breath and remind yourself Every moment is another opportunity to take care of your body. 
Then you can ask, how can I then gently correct the areas I've gotten off track instead of controlling? Some examples from my own life include honoring my hunger cues and eating regularly, even if it sometimes means eating more than usual. Sometimes I need an extra snack. It means honoring my fullness and recognizing when I'm nearing fullness by checking into my body rather than shoveling food down and all of a sudden realizing I'm over full. It means choosing foods that will both satisfy me and energize me. It means eating foods that fuel me well and make me feel good. It means moving on a regular basis, taking breaks from sitting if I sit for long periods of time, but not forcing structured exercise if I'm not feeling it. It means going to bed seven to eight hours before I intend on waking up so I'm well rested for the day. It means honoring my energy on that particular day by not pushing myself beyond my limits. It means setting boundaries with my time to avoid overwhelm. It means taking a little self-care time out when I need it, a bath at night, a break to read during the day. It means blocking out time to care for the people I love. We can then start to identify where we might have been trying to control ourselves. A few examples mean you could have realized you're trying to control yourself by skipping breakfast and trying to push yourself through lunch without food. This is something I used to do all the time. It could be only eating the amount of food you portioned out, even if you're still hungry. It could be eating beyond fullness now so you don't have to eat later. It could be forcing yourself to work out, even if you're tired. It could be in adding a daily extra cup of coffee instead of exploring where that midday tiredness is stemming from. It could be forcing yourself to wake up early, even if you stayed up late. And then we can show ourselves compassion for those things that we notice are not working. We can show ourselves compassion by recognizing where we're attempting to control and forgiving ourselves for those times. We can remember and remind ourselves that these changes don't happen overnight and give ourselves grace that these things take time and that's okay. We can know that our intentions were good in some of these things, but it was a little bit forceful so we can learn better the next time. If there is one thing I've learned over nearly a decade of working in the health and wellness world, it's that eating has become way too complicated. Something that was once a source of nourishment, fuel, and connection has become a source of confusion, debate, and stress. But I'm here to tell you that eating and eating well doesn't have to be complicated. Eating can be joy-filled, nourishing, and stress-free. But first, we need to turn down the noise in the nutrition world, weed through the trends, and eliminate the rules so we can find what feels good, embrace our individuality, and bring joy back into the eating process to uncomplicate eating once and for all. So how do we make that happen? I want you to join me in my free, stress-free eating seminar, where I'll share with you what I consider the four foundations to uncomplicate eating and find your beautiful balance. It's happening live on Monday, March 30th at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Head to HealthyMamaChris.com slash stress-free to sign up for free. That's HealthyMamaChris.com slash stress-free. I can't wait to see you there and take the stress out of eating. 
We can also honor where we might not have been well tuned in when we started adding the extra cup of coffee or eating to over fullness and recognizing that we can always make a different choice next time. We can identify what staying up late is actually giving us and knowing that this is also a habit that we can carry ourselves through, but we can't do anything about staying up late in the past. We only have the power to move forward and make a different choice next time. So then we can take time to gently correct. We can include ourselves in breakfast preparations or prepping ahead as needed. So we can provide breakfast for ourselves each morning so we're feeling good. We can have snacks on hand and honor our hunger in case we do skip breakfast. We can remind ourselves that there's no need to white knuckle it to lunch. The more calm and collected we are at our next meal, the better decisions we'll make and the better we'll be able to honor our bodies. We can check in before and during a meal, reminding ourselves that food is always available to us when we're hungry again. We don't have to eat past fullness. We can allow ourselves a second portion of food if we're hungry, knowing that we can stop at any time. A second portion doesn't mean we need to finish the second portion. Honoring our bodies is not wasteful. It doesn't say anything about me as a person if I sometimes have a second portion. The first might have simply just not been enough. We can check in with ourselves before we work out. We can honor our body's need to shift what we had planned to do or rest if needed. Strong bodies are built on rest, not overexertion. We can explore the root cause of tiredness. Is there something we're doing that's causing the midday tiredness? Maybe it's not getting enough sleep, not drinking enough water, pushing too hard at the gym or in work, not fueling ourselves adequately. We can ask if there's a way we can gently cut back on the thing that's not serving us, like caffeine, so it's not affecting our sleep, our stress levels, our anxiety. We can also set a bedtime alarm and allow ourselves to create a bedtime routine to honor our body's need for rest, knowing that it will help us show up for the next day well. What's important here is that we recognize where we're not caring for our bodies, show ourselves compassion in these areas, and then begin to gently correct one step at a time rather than forcing or controlling our bodies. Care always wins over control. If we're not approaching our health from the lens of self-care, we'll immediately turn it into another form of restriction, dieting, even if we're looking at nutrition from a place of wellness. So I really encourage you to sit with this and consider how you can take care of your body instead of controlling. I hope this was really helpful for you, friend. I know this has been a really helpful mindset shift for me in my journey to finding balance and food freedom, this concept of caring for our bodies rather than controlling our bodies. I know that I am not the only one listening to this podcast who likes to be in control of her life, of her circumstances, but we're not always in control. And allowing our bodies to guide us is going to be the best way that we we can begin to honor our bodies. And the more we honor our bodies, the better we can show up in the world because we're in alignment with what our bodies need. So I hope you'll take this practice with you moving forward and really truly take the time to ask yourself, what are you doing now? How can we show ourselves compassion for what's not really working and then move forward to care for ourselves even better? 
If you enjoy this episode, take a screenshot of it, post it to your Instagram stories, tag me in it, let me know what you are going to do to care for your body better this week. I want to hear from you. I want this to be a conversation. And if you really love this episode, if you've been listening and you love what I've shared, please leave a rating and review on iTunes. It would mean the world to me. I want to hear what you're loving. And I want to get this podcast in to the ears of more women that need to hear the message of living a healthy, balanced mama life. Okay, friends, until next time, have a beautiful week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy Balanced Mama podcast. If you loved it, would you take a screenshot and share it with a friend over on Instagram and tag me in it? It helps me so much to know what you love and are taking away from each episode. If you really loved it, would you hop over to iTunes and give me a star rating and review? Every rating and review helps this podcast be seen and heard by more women who need to hear the message of balance and wellness without deprivation. It's the best free gift you could give me. And as a reminder, the information and opinions on this podcast are meant for education and inspiration only and are not to be taken as medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please consult with a trusted practitioner before making any changes. Have a beautiful day, friend, and I'll see you in the next episode.